Welcome to the Empower Yourself Podcast. If you are an intuitive soul, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Dr. Jess. I'm an intuitive healer and author of Heal Your Spirit and Empower Your Life and a meditation and empowerment guide. We all deserve to be happy and to live a life that we truly love. It's time to step into your power and to be the true version of yourself, to be the biggest version of yourself. It's safe to claim your gifts and to share them with the world. Let's raise our vibe and empower together. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Empower Yourself Podcast. In today's episode, I would love to welcome the New Orleans psychic medium, Carrie Roy. Thank you, Carrie, for joining us today. Oh, thank you, Dr. Jess, for having me. I'm so happy to be here. I know. It's such a pleasure. And I always was pondering about who to invite and to welcome for the first episode. And this is actually the very first episode. And I know, and and you really um, are very inspiring and enlightening. And this is all about for intuitive souls. So it's like, who is better than Carrie Roy? And I was like, nobody really. So this will be perfect. Oh, thank you so much. And this allows us to join um, our consciousness and just set a wonderful intention mm-hmm. for your podcast to reach many people and help many people and um, inspire and empower many people. I'm sending lots of good mojo on this one. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're awesome. I, I think you're great, Dr. Jess. I'm really honored that you've asked me. You're so sweet. And I, I feel like it's mutual. So um, you know, I see your light as, as you could see mine. So it's, it's beautiful. And I feel like that's, um, important when it comes to teamwork and just really seeing the, the value in unity and collaboration. And yes. Mm-hmm, and awesome, Carrie. I know you're very intuitive. So, and I know we all perceive in our own way. So how do you perceive mainly when it comes to readings or just in general? Um, it's gotten to the point now where I kind of just know stuff, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. somebody sits down with me, um, I connect with their energy, mm-hmm. uh, and I just start knowing things about them. Uh, it comes on me. Uh, I used to feel it coming in the back of my head. Okay. Um, and, uh, it, it meant years ago, it's where it felt like it was coming into the information, felt like it was coming into the back of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard things, seen things. At this point, it's just more like a knowing. It's That's the only way that I can describe it. It's mm-hmm. like um, pulling a book off of a shelf and going, oh, yeah, I know what this is happening in this chapter, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know what's going to happen in the next chapter because this book has happened before. Right. So, I love it. Yeah. And it, it gives, um, you, it gives yeah. me the chills. Oh, well, you <laughs> are, you know, you've always been talking and working with energy. Mm-hmm. And um, many psychics, intuitives um, tend to use tarot or palm or other devices to kind of connect with that energy. Mm-hmm. And I've used all of those tools in the past, and I think they're important for anybody who's doing this to have a real good knowledge of that stuff. But after a while, I guess after maybe about 15 years or so of doing it, I didn't need to use that anymore. And I found that I was just getting the information anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, I would sit down with somebody doing a reading, and I would never even look at the cards. Yeah, <laughs> I would yeah. just go like, like a jazz musician improvises. It's like, <laughs> yeah. 
we psychically riff on things, you Love know. It. Mm -hmm. it makes sense to me. Uh, sometimes for me, it feels like a download. Um, yeah. You know, uh, are, do you feel like you're, so you definitely just have that knowingness. Can you see anything? Are you, um, like, say, with. Mm -hmm. At times I'm clairvoyant, mm -hmm. you know, at, at times I'm clairaudient. Mm -hmm. um, mostly, though, I'm clairsentient, and that's just mm -hmm. the knowledge of, you know, Very cool. um, the knowing of, right, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I know I've been doing some reading and um, watching some of your videos from local news stations and everything just to have a better understanding of your gifts and your upbringing. And I did discover and that with, you know, even as a, a little girl, you were raised by intuitive people. Like, can you elaborate more on that? Yes. Um, my mother was uh, of, of one of, I mean, she was many things. She was a wonderful Renaissance woman. Um, I was fortunate, both of my parents, very open, kind of Renaissance couple. Um, my father was an opera singer. My mother was uh, had been a singer, um, gave up her operatic career to kind of raise me and help my dad um, to like further his operatic career. She was a um, classical pianist, uh, but under all of the other artistic things, she was a psychic and a medium. And so I grew up doing seances. I grew up um, asking for permission to smoke cigarettes by asking my mother to throw tarot cards for me. Um, it's a very uh, part of my daily life was to wake up in the morning and sit down for breakfast and everybody talk about their dreams. You know, this was just normal to me. Uh, it was weird. I mean, I definitely had a little, uh, you know, kids made fun of me. I was like a goth kid before I was a goth kid in like the, the 60s before there was like really I there was when's the Adams and the Adams family. My family was a little like the Adams family because we were strange. My dad was an opera singer. They were kind of hippies. My dad had long hair. It was and then we had seances in the house. My mother talked to dead people. So that was, you know, a little weird for a lot of people in the neighborhood to take, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, I learned a lot uh, in that. And when I was about seven, um, people often asked me my first uh, like cog cognitive remembrance of having an experience like that. Um, I, I had really weird things when I was a little, little girl. I would, um, you were talking about downloading. Mm -hmm. uh, I would uh, lie in bed as a little girl and I would, um, I would download like complete uh, orchestrations and I did not follow the musical path. I don't play an instrument or anything like that mm -hmm. um, that my parents did, but I would hear like complete symphonies coming down like from the heavens it wow. was crazy wow. um I, I i would wake up in the middle of the night singing songs in different languages that i had mm. no idea of how to speak in my waking life and i was a little kid yeah. uh, the most uh, really extraordinary experience was i was walking down royal street with my mother we i was really small it was hot um, I want to say it was like August and we were walking down the street um, and all of a sudden I saw all of these people and they looked like they were in costume and I was confused. I fainted. I was overwhelmed. Um, it, it, it was all of a sudden like um, being in the middle of Mardi Gras and I really thought like I was like, what's going on? I'm in the middle of Mardi Gras because these people, I thought they had Mardi Gras costumes on, but they were just from different time, you know, wow. period. 
And uh, when I came to, they, I didn't see them anymore. And my mother was concerned, as any woman, <laughs> your kid faints in the middle. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Um, so I started telling her about what was going on. And I remember from that moment on, she was like, we're going to teach you how to turn this off mm-hmm. before we teach you how to turn this up. Mm-hmm. And so I really thank her for that because I think um, this can be quite a frightening thing if you don't know how to handle it. Mm-hmm, you know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So she recognized that it could be a little overwhelming for me as a child. And she taught me, but she taught me very, uh, she taught me boundaries and things like that that were important, I think, for people like us to have. Mm-hmm. And on that note, um, I know a, a lot of kids, and as you know, it's it's like we're all intuitive. So especially like the little bitties, and even as we, you know, as we keep growing, we're big kids, which I love. So how do we turn it off when we are feeling too overwhelmed or feeling too much? Like, what are your tidbits on that? Ignore it. Ignore, Ignore it. it. Mm-hmm. Ignore it. Yeah. You don't want to make that a precedent. But I mean, because mm-hmm. then you just disconnect yourself from your feelings. Mm-hmm. But um, discipline it like you would and train it like you would train any other part of yourself. Um I would uh, say, and my mother would say, okay, on this day and this day, we'll sit down and we'll spend a couple times working on this. And the rest of the time, if you find it, you know, coming at you, Mm -hmm. just don't pay attention to it, you know? And so, again, you don't want to do that. Like, there has to be a real good balance with that because you don't want to ignore it to the point where it goes away. That's Mm -hmm. why you keep doing things, but you do them in structured environment and structured time. Certain times. Like we would put, and we would, uh, my mother uh, taught me how to do automatic writing. And so there would be like a couple days a week where I could sit down and I could practice my automatic writing. And sure. then the, the, then things could come, then I could channel, mm-hmm. you know, but there's a lot with kids that, you know, as my mother was protective of me as parents are of their mm-hmm. children. You know, so she wanted to make sure, again, that it didn't overwhelm me, that didn't frighten me. Um, I see many um, psychics and intuitives feeling not grounded. Mm -hmm. And I think part of that is because um, they haven't set up the terms of engagement of their gift yet. You know, Mm -hmm. they haven't set the time and place for it. And so it feels intrusive. Mm-hmm. And that should never, it should never make you feel uncomfortable. It should always be something that's welcome. Mm-hmm. And I like to see it, um, healthy boundaries in regards to even people, you know, um, yeah. it's all still in the body, you know, healthy boundaries to where I see it as important as having the front door to your home and having a fence in the backyard. You know, it's like we won't keep the door wide open, even in your lens. You know, I know that we're very, most yeah. of us are very welcoming, but it's like so important to to have that front door and if even if people knock doesn't mean we have to answer it well yeah it, you don't have to answer it if uh-huh. you're doing something else right you know right. again it's intrusive right um, it does those i call them the you know the terms of engagement that you you know set up with your um with your abilities mm-hmm. the same way I'll let people in my house but I have rules for my house yeah. you know I mean I'll, they can come in my house but they can't break the china they right. can't they can't know, take it uh, <laughs> yeah they can't be on the floor they can't right. be like that you know right. so it, it isn't not being welcoming it's mm-hmm. just house rules this is yeah. my house Respect. and 
respect. And this helps a lot with kids because we're so open at kids also mm -hmm. that we don't really quite have the discernment. I'm not necessarily a doomsayer and somebody who believes in a lot of like demonic forces uh, and running and trying to kill us and hurt us and all of that stuff. I, but I do believe that there are negative uh, energies uh, in the other energy and the other afterlife and all of that, the same way that there's a certain amount of negative energy amongst the living populace. So you have to learn mm -hmm. as an empath and as a psychic and as an intuitive how to how to kind of filter that so you don't get in that stuff, you know, and it's your choice. Mm -hmm. And that's what my mom taught me. Like it's you have the power to say no if somebody's energy is making you uncomfortable, you know? It makes sense. And I've learned um, how powerful our voices are. And I, I suppose that's another addition why I like this podcast is here is because our voices are meant to be heard and feeling that personally, I like to only invite beings of light. I personally believe in God. I know everyone has their own faith, which is beautiful. Um, and everyone's unique, which is awesome. And, and say it's like because of my past too. I used to, I'm, I'm definitely an empath and intuitive. I could definitely feel a lot and very sensitive as well. So it's really, being super picky and feeling like, okay, personally, I'm comfortable connecting with God, with angels of God, and at times even loved ones that have passed on, but only beings of light, really, because otherwise, it's like I learned my lesson not to even connect with the darkness, because even on this earth, there's the duality, pros and cons, and I like to see people similar to like characters in a book, and you know, we don't know everyone entirely by meeting, so it's really feeling, okay, I only attract positive beings, uh, positive people, positive friends of light, of, of, you know, people that express love, compassion, respect, and the list goes on like that, you know, just really setting our, my standards for me personally and feeling like how you said we each have our choice and feeling what we, what we want, what we need, what we're craving, whatever it yeah. is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I, I believe in um, I, a God. I believe in love. I believe in light. I believe in aligning oneself with those properties and those energies. Mm -hmm. um, and my mom used to. Uh, well, she used the term divine beings. You mm -hmm. know, I, I surround myself with divine beings and enlightened beings. And um, you always want to go for that. Uh, mm -hmm. That. Are, are something that I hear a lot about uh, these days. It's been something that that I've been doing this for almost forty years, and over the last ten years, I hear a lot of stuff about people getting attachments. You uh -huh. know, yep, yep. where these psychic beings attach them and drain them and do all of this stuff to them, and it concerns me because we we don't have to be victims to that. You no. can fight. Them. Mm -hmm. you know, and um, everybody should know that within them, they have the strength mm -hmm. to banish that energy. They really do. Mm -hmm. It is our, again, this is my reality. This is mm -hmm. my world. They're yeah. not in this world. They need me to get into this world. Mm -hmm. So I can cut off the supply. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they can't come in here. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And um, with what I do um, with energy healing, sometimes, especially living in New Orleans, I've met so many people, which is awesome, but it's like sometimes those attachments do happen. And it's, it's, you know, I do my best not to have any judgments, but sometimes they cling on so well. So it's really tricky on how to get them off, but, but with teamwork and letting them 
user voice, claiming their space back, clearing them even more, receiving more light. It's like flushing them out. Um, and, and there was a time in my life too, and I met other people also. It's like, okay, you know, we want to help others. We want to, we're, we, we have that just like this innate quality to, to help, to give, to share. And I met some other friends in the past. It's like, you know, she, he, you know, different people just really feeling like, okay, let's go ahead and, and help those that have a lot of darkness if it's in this realm or the next realm. But really sometimes, and I feel like this is important, is that some people or beings don't want to be helped. And they'll, they're comfortable where they are with whatever energy that they maintain. And if they don't want to be helped and you try to keep helping, 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 it's only going to drain you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. Have to, that's the discernment. The again. discernment. Yeah. You know, using the mm -hmm. discernment to see. Um, and we should, you know, give everybody the benefit of the doubt. But this is another thing that we all should remember is mm -hmm. that the people that don't want the help but are draining from us yep. are standing in the way of our being able to help others who really are ready for it ready. so mm -hmm. that's another reason why you use your discernment is because mm -hmm. it will stand in the way of you able to help others right yeah. mm -hmm. absolutely awesome I, I love our conversation so far i'm curious as to <laughs> where we're going to go next which is awesome uh, it's exciting and say like with um what are you feeling, Carrie? What do you feel that we may need to hear? Or what do you want to express in general about intuition or anything? Well, I, this is something that I really feel is important for the time, um, is that we are, uh, we are sensitive beings. We are empathic beings. Uh, anybody who's tuning into this podcast is going to be led here because they fall into those categories yeah. you know, of being a, a sensitive and intuitive a healer and empath. Mm -hmm. One of those is going to resonate with the people who we reach today. Mm -hmm. And um, something that, again, I've been doing this for a long time. I read people all day mm -hmm. and I'm seeing an escalated uh, level of stress and uh, burnout and PTSD. And I think that we as healers across the board are getting slammed with that these days. Mm -hmm. Everybody I know is talking about, you know, the, the crazy things that are going on in the world. And I, I feel like it's really, we're good at helping other people, mm -hmm. but we're not necessarily good at helping ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it, it, we lose that time for self-care. And I'm bad at it, my own self, and that's why I'm bringing it up, because I know, you know, it's something that we all can relate to. Receive more. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, um, and so we need to support each other, you mm -hmm. know, as healers. Um, we need to uh, to pay attention to our our own needs too, um, mm -hmm. because I I do see a lot of people who are burnt out almost prematurely, mm -hmm. you know, because it's it it really the level of stress is they're not keeping up with taking care. You know, we have to do things like cleansings. Uh, we have to do that because you're a vessel, I'm a vessel. Mm -hmm. And the the toughest part of being a vessel is doing your own work mm -hmm. to be able to, you know, just let divine light flow through you mm -hmm. and and be there for other people. And so I, I think that it's it's important again and something that you do a lot and you teach a lot is self care, meditation, all of these things that 
I just re- we need to remember to keep doing that. Keep That's doing so it. important. Yeah, yep. doing it. It, mm-hmm. it never stops. Yep. You know, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm fixing to turn sixty. I started meditating in in the seventies, mm-hmm. and I it, I still have to do it now. It yeah. never like I never graduated. <laughs> right. It's it's a lifelong lesson of self love, yeah. self care, of feeling important, of feeling yeah. that you need it, you need yourself too, and you need your yeah. gifts too. And the list goes on about this topic. Um, and I'm doing my best. Also, it's like um, if it's every week, every two weeks, depending on the schedule, to receive healing trades. Um, say with like energy healing, with what I do, I connect with other oh, yes. friends that do it. So that way, it's like polishing off, taking a bath, and hygiene for the emotions, your spirit, your soul, everything. Um, so that way, we stay as polished as possible, and that's really been helping so so much. Um, and feeling what other fun ways, like what else do you need? Even if it's just taking the time to feel what that is. Because sure. oftentimes we're giving, 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 what does so-and-so need, you know, so forth and so on. But it's very important to have your me time. Yes. Yeah. And that could be anything. And anything. I mean, for me, I like to shoot pool and do crossword puzzles. Oh, those yeah? That's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, those are two things that, that, that mm-hmm. help me mm-hmm. um, disconnect and unwind and clear my space, you know. Um it doesn't have to always be sage to do a cleansing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can, you know, just go shoot a good game of pool and just yeah, get all of that. I didn't know. Shazam, clear it out. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you played yeah. pool. That's so funny. Oh, I can yeah, see it now, yeah. now that you say it, of course. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I wouldn't have guessed it. Yeah, I'm pretty good at calling the shots, too. Uh, I'm just sure. knowing with what, which ball is going to go in which pocket. It's right? pretty fun. That is fun. But uh, the other things that I, uh, what going back just for a second to self care too, is that I see a lot of healers come come and um, come in and we talk and we're all feeling a lot of similar symptoms. People are mm-hmm. feeling achy. Mm-hmm. You know, have you been finding a lot of people being physically achy and their mm-hmm. joints hurt and they're just yeah? yeah I think I we're holding yeah holding more than we realize. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and it seems to be something that it, it's hard for healers to admit, I think, sometimes, mm-hmm. too, that they need to be healed. You know, mm-hmm. it's difficult sometimes for for a healer to say, oh, I can't do it all, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And I, I feel, too, it's like, that's why I like to, to compare things with simple things. It's like, you know, we don't just take a shower once a month or, you know, we don't just take yeah. a bath, you know, or brush the teeth once a year or something. It's like... It's very much similar to that. It, it, it is that. It's just um, for the your spirit, your soul, the mind, the emotions, and especially when you hear people stuff all the time, it's yeah. like clearing that out in addition to sage and palo santo and whatever else yeah. you want to do, meditation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and people who aren't even healers, but who are just empaths, who are in yeah. an environment and are mm-hmm. feeling all of the stuff, all the things, um, mm-hmm. all the things. You yeah. know, there are things <laughs> that they need to do too. You know, um, things that work. You know, just basic, simple things like a salt bath every you know, day after the full moon to get rid of negative energy. You know, Very take cool. a, a take a black salt bath. You know, you can get black salt on Amazon. Okay. Easy to come by. Uh, you just, the day after the full moon, because you're trying to get rid of things. So mm-hmm. when you're trying to release things, when you're trying to clear things, when you're trying to banish things. Right. You always do that while the moon is waning. 
you know, cool. and okay. when you're trying to bring in good stuff, you always do that. So um, doing that once a month, like the moon comes around for us people, very, it's important. You know, we can use that as our reminder. Oh, it's the full moon. It's time to take care of myself. Yeah. You know? yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I set that like as an alarm every month. It's like, oh, <laughs> it's me time. It's carry time. I need to mm-hmm. let this stuff go and clear yeah. my energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love like how you say like enhancing and increasing our self-care and self-love. In addition, I love like the 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 salt bath and the black salt bath. It sounds intriguing. I want to definitely try it. I haven't tried that version out yet. But um, I've tried like Epsom salt and things like that. But anyway, um, as we increase our self-care and feeling that it's okay to do it daily, it's almost like we have to give ourselves permission to do it. Since we're so familiar giving to other people, it's giving ourselves permission to give to ourselves. Even if we see other people going through their stuff and maybe it seems heavier, feeling that it's still okay to self-care and to give back to who we are. You have to. If you are going to make a change in the world, mm-hmm. you have to be at top of the... And the times that we're in right now are calling for all of us, bright lights, mm-hmm. um, weight goers, the whatever term you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's, it's calling for us to be on top of our game. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Um, and and so, and I felt this way after Katrina when I came home after and and it started the rebuilding process. I was like, man, I got to be on top of my game because yeah. things are broken, and I've got to mm-hmm. fix things. You know, and right now we're in a world that feels broken, and so we healers especially have to be on top of our game because mm-hmm. now is the time that we're being called to do most of our work. You know. Mm-hmm. And, um, and feeling that we're evolving too, you know, we're, you know, this is our time too. So it's like, so that way we're not completely selfless, um, even though that's pros and cons, but it's like having that sincerity with who we are. It's not being selfish or anything, but it's like right in the middle of being, you know, with self-care, being sincere with who you are, honoring your own feelings, your own needs too. So it's going back to the healthy balance and yeah. feeling that, um, that even though we like to fix things, you know, speaking for myself too, I, I enjoy making things shinier, better, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like seeing that. And, and also as we keep evolving as healers, as guides, as, um, you know, great here to how you said, just helping to clear the path for, for ourselves and for others and feeling how we, and, and even if it's like, I would love to know more of how you're, continuing to progress and evolve and like what do you see yourself um, do you see yourself sharing the same gifts do you feel like adding on to it letting go of something what do you see for yourself um boy uh, my latest goal is to be the oldest living psychic still doing <laughs> you're so funny <laughs> um, well it's also it's a little bit of a selfish goal because i'm a recent uh, breast cancer survivor oh and wow so, I didn't realize. Um, so I'm happy. setting. Uh, I'm setting the goal to be the oldest living anything mm-hmm. right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm very thankful uh, that you're. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I um I so I I know readers and I worked with readers years ago who were reading into their 80s. So I'm hoping wow, to hey, be cool. able, um maybe I'll be a cyborg uh, psychic by that point, you know, um, <laughs> but I want to keep being a reader and uh, oh. that I'm happy being what I think part of what it is, you know, uh, with age, uh, 
is that you become more content with what is. I love what I love my life right now. Um, my life is a culmination of many years in the making, getting it to a point where um, I feel good personally, uh, professionally. Uh, it, it, life is it's is always a balancing act, you know. But I would hope that at the age that I am right now, I'm starting to do some things right, and I can mm -hmm. kick back a little bit. So um, I I love what I do. I am going to be teaching more, you know. Yay, that's something awesome. that yeah, that's something that I've been called to do. Writing more, I've been called to do. Uh, it's been busy though, as you know. The world is kind of falling apart, and when the world is falling apart, people like us are busy because mm -hmm. that's when we do the most of our work mm -hmm. is when people are in pain and there are a lot of people in pain you know mm -hmm. um and so i love to do readings i know that there are a lot of readers who want to get away from the doing reading you know um and do more uh passive income kind of stuff i like i love one-on-one -on -one readings Engagement. i absolutely mm -hmm. love them i absolutely do it's it, it energizes me um, it's when I feel um, I'm at my best. And mm -hmm. so it's something that I never really want to stop doing. It's mm -hmm. something that I, I, I feel like I was made to do that. Very, and, very passionate. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, and have worked at a long, for a long time kind of mastering it. Mm -hmm. So it isn't something that I want to stop once I'm getting really, really good at it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, why stop now? <laughs> yeah, really. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. And and I, I saw like one of your videos um, that that mentions like sometimes when someone comes in, like holding of their hand is very useful just to connect yeah. with their energy. Do you still yes, do that? Yeah. I do sometimes. Sometimes mm -hmm. I don't need to. You know, okay. again, it's interesting how we evolve a little bit, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. yeah. um, it used to be necessary for me to hold people's hands. Now it isn't. They can sit across from me. I can feel stuff like that. You know, it doesn't. I don't even need the hand holding anymore, although I like it. And I think that it is something that is a very human thing. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it breaks down the barriers that we have between each other. Mm -hmm. Holding hand, holding someone's hand is personal. It's caring. Mm -hmm. It's kind, you know, um, it, it connects people, not necessarily just energetically. Mm -hmm. It, it it really, you know, we look at each other when we hold each other's hands, we look at each other in the eye, these things that we don't do enough of in our day to day life, you know, right. that when they're with me, I, I want to create an environment for them as I'm certain you do with your clients, you know, where it is the most tranquil, peaceful experience they are ever going to have. I want that to be the experience they have with me. You know, so if that is, if that's holding someone's hand, you know, um, it, 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 then, then it's holding someone's hand, you know, and I always hug everybody at the end of my reading, they get a hug. I've done it. To, I, I ask people now because I'm such a huggy person. <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I don't want to endure the face. And now yeah. I'm like, is it okay if I hug you? Uh -huh. you know? mm -hmm. And I've so. actually learned that it's, um, it's needed to ask someone because we aren't sure of every detail that they experience in life. And that's something yeah, that I've yeah, recently learned yeah, really yeah, because yeah. Um, I was very much of a hugger. <laughs> it kind of brings back some funny memories, but um, 
But yeah, since you like doing readings, is it okay if I ask if you could feel like what do you sense when you feel my energy? Just to get an understanding. I feel more writing, more, more writing. writing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you been writing more? Are you? Oh, working I do. More? I do have a journal here, and I love. Um, I want to do more of like spoken word with this podcast, like sharing more like meditative insights, but in a fun way, like almost poetic. So that way it's yeah. entertaining. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, there's a lot of creativity. I think yeah. that this podcast, you're going to just have the best time with this. You know? I know, and I'd love to have you whenever you want, you know, in the future. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, think, I think really this is a wonderful medium for you mm -hmm. to reach people. Mm -hmm. um, and um, and that is, you're so great at, at, you know, getting people together and reaching people's, you know, spiritual um, you know, middle ground that, that everybody can come to the, you know, the meditations that you do, all of that stuff, all of this work that you do is just, this is such a wonderful, um, way to, uh, bring that to the masses mm -hmm. with the podcast. Thank you so and much. I, I also feel though, have you been wanting to do any traveling and speaking or traveling and teaching or? Definitely like, um, it's been a thought to do like talks at unity churches as well as one of my goals in life i'm not i don't on the to-do list right now is to adopt a child so that's like the biggest thing for right now but i do want to do like a ted talk in the future i'm not well, sure i keep getting something like that mm -hmm. yeah but it, I, I think it'll be there's some stuff happening outside yeah. of new orleans you know mm -hmm. very cool that's right. exciting and Unity Church is wonderful, and you can bring a baby to those churches. Yeah. <laughs> Very sure. little that I almost became a Unity minister in the 1980s, and I, I was saying to God, to the universe, and all this stuff, because the only place that you could study to be a Unity manager, minister is a place called Lee Summit, Missouri. Okay. Um, which is cold. It's right outside of Kansas City and it's cold. And I was like, Lord, if you're calling me, please call me somewhere warm. And then I just decided <laughs> not to be a minister. And right. Mm -hmm. yeah, okay. that was, yeah. But Unity is a wonderful, wonderful church. Mm -hmm. It really is. Yeah. Non-denomination. No, no, nobody. Just open to different open. faiths. Yeah. And, um, and, and very, very diverse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And very welcoming. And also, uh, Carrie, since you know you're very intuitive, are there any tips for for all the listeners to enhance their intuition, to enhance their gifts? What do you feel? One, e number one is meditation. There's no there's no shortcut. There really is that. Now, there's shortcut types of meditation. Uh -huh. um, I, I'm, there really are. I mean, you can there are with binaural beats with certain mm -hmm. tones that can access those parts of the brain to get into a deeper meditation quicker mm -hmm. but can't do like a shortcut and not meditate really if you want to get in touch with that voice inside of you you have to create the space you have to create the quiet mm -hmm. you have to create the focus for that voice to be heard and to also be able to again discern that very important word in what it is that we all do um, is that you have to discern what's your voice and what is the voice of the, of, of, I don't want to say God because it sounds very self aggrandizing to me that I have the voice of God speaking through me. I don't like to use that terminology, but okay. of the words of spirit or higher self mm -hmm. that that person 
person sitting across from you needs to hear, mm-hmm. you know, who comes to you for clarity. You have to know what's your voice and what's the voice of the universe for them. Mm-hmm. And the only way that you learn the difference between your voice and that voice is through meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so meditation is the first tip. Um, journaling. You showed that beautiful journal. I love the colors. That <laughs> my favorite. Um, journaling is the next step to that. Um, and also, you know, don't critique yourself while you're receiving the information. Let the information flow through you. Mm-hmm. Be very stream of consciousness. You know, be very improvisational when the information is flowing through you. You can critique it afterwards, you know, but let it flow through you in its natural content before you start sitting there and going, am I making this up? Is this the right thing? Are they going to think I'm crazy for saying this? Just Mm -hmm. let it flow. Take the risk to say something that may sound crazy to somebody else, but that somebody needs to hear, you know? So don't critique yourself when you're writing your journal. Don't critique yourself when you're meditating. Just let it flow. Um, and, and again, if something is making you feel bad, it's not intuitive. If something is making you feel anxious, it's not your intuition. It's going to be your fears, other stuff like that. Intuition, once you get to know it, is a very calm and a clear voice. It's a very, you know, it's not going to make you feel bad. It's not going to drive you crazy. It's not going to make you scared. You know this because mm-hmm. you get those messages all the time. There's a difference between the way that, information that's coming from the higher self sounds than the information that's coming from fear-based you know me right right i don't know if that made sense but yeah yeah it made sense (laughs) completely and i feel like with you know feeling with our intuition it's very calming it's very soothing and it feels you could feel the truth within it yes you feel the truth yep Mm -hmm. and it just makes sense it resonates with you and even if it's, once again, using the power of our voices, and you could say out loud, and this goes for everybody, with their own own me time, having their own meditation time, even using the voice and saying that it that I am letting go of all these fears, all these worries, so that way they can clear their space. And I am open to receiving guidance and wisdom, strengthening my intuition, basically putting into words and vocalizing yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, old unity uh, uh teacher named Florence Scovel Shin wrote a book called Your Word is Your Wand back in the early 1900s. And it is that what we speak, you know, before the, before the secret, before a lot of that stuff, um, one of the reasons I like unity is that they were talking about this 100 years. Way ago, before. Long time ago. Yeah. Um, and uh, and you, what you're talking about, speaking it, in, speaking it into existence, you know, it's powerful. It really is. We have that ability. And I feel like with the the power of sound and with our voice, you could hear it, obviously. The brain can register what you're saying. The mind and your body can feel it. And I feel like that's very important for your body to to understand with you. Because sometimes, especially clients with energy healing, it's like they may know something, but they don't feel peaceful about it. Uh So it's like letting that wisdom flow down the body, even down the legs, on the arms, every cell of the body. So it's like really absorbing this information whatever it is that each person needs to hear absolutely it's yeah. it, but the vibration of sound is so mm-hmm. healing mm-hmm. yeah yeah so it's, it's, all of it i know right yeah. it's, it's it's amazing really how powerful we are and how we do have access of these tools that are gonna 
be needed throughout our whole life, as you said, with self-care and, you know, feeling that as we keep going, it's like we always need our own self, our own gifts for for our own needs and feeling that it's okay to do so. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, 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 and one needs, has to do it. It's a part of your responsibility of being a bright light, again, uh, it is to take care of yourself because if you're not, you know, at the top of your game, mm-hmm. you can't really help people to the to the best of your ability, you know, mm-hmm. if you're wounded, if you're weak, if you're drained. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we all deserve to feel happy, to feel peaceful, to feel safe. We all are worthy, like each and every one of us, every person that's listening to this is worthy and feeling that it's okay to be willing to receive and even though we're we're givers, it's like feeling that it's okay to be a receiver, a receiver of of blessings, of gifts, of support, of of connections with the right people, beautiful souls. Um, feeling that it's teamwork and that we're not alone doing anything. So even if we feel a certain way that doesn't feel good, it's like we don't have to stay there. Uh, we don't have to sit in it. That doesn't have to be our life. And feeling that those heavy layers can come off, like literally pulling them off. And that's what, yeah, that's why I love energy healing so much. I, I saw it, uh, you know, I learned from Dr. Roy, who, you know, and I'm going to be talking with him soon on this. He's such a sweetheart. Dr. Feel Good. Dr. Feel Good, right? With the Mustang and everything. Um, So it's just really, it's like, it's, Energy healing, I feel, is gold for the soul. You know, it's like unfolding the traumas from life, the hurts from life, yeah. the, the dirt from life, you know, yeah. and yeah. even other people's opinions that we don't resonate with. It's like pulling yeah. those weeds out. Yes. We, we have gotten to the point recently where I hear a lot of people talk about um, invisible illnesses, mm-hmm. um, multiple scores, MS, uh-huh. um, lupus all these invisible illnesses that people can't necessarily see by looking at somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, people believe that stuff now. People years ago didn't believe that stuff. They would look at people and go, oh, you're not sick. But if you have an invisible illness and you say, well, I've got MS, people are like, well, yeah. But energy um, energy illnesses, you know, mm-hmm. you can't see them. And so they are like invisible illnesses. And it yeah. takes working with energy because you can't see it you have to go at it in a different way right. you know so the energy healing we trap it in our energy field so you have to do energy healing to get rid of it there really is no way mm-hmm. it's like um, i see it as like storage units and sometimes yeah. you know especially as the givers a lot of us tend to be givers especially intuitive souls that are you know accepting their intuition like most of us are empaths so it's like most of the time and maybe this is a stereotype but most of the time we push things down it's like okay let's mm-hmm. see what so-and-so does okay let me push my own stuff behind me or to the side and let's kind of man up and keep going yeah so uh, so when, when we do that things things pile up they pile up yep. mm-hmm. so that's why it's important to cleanse however however we want to yeah yeah, there's, you know, I mean, I, there's times I'll walk into the church, you know, on the Our Lady Guadalupe and just go for the holy water and go, boop, 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 because that kind of thing, you know, <laughs> yeah, that works. Yeah, it is. Very cleansing. You know? mm-hmm. All roads lead to Rome, you know. Um, right, right. If what your intention is, is cleansing, it, mm-hmm. then you'll get cleansed. Yeah. Beautiful. I love it. And say, Carrie Roy, is there any anything else that you feel that you would like to share? Uh 
when it comes well, to... Mm -hmm. Uh, we're coming into the year of the rat and it's 2020. So there okay. are these exciting things that we are on the verge of. I love new beginnings. Um, I love new beginnings so much that I celebrate them several times a year. <laughs> I mean, I really, it, yeah, yeah, well, it, not only that, I take advantage of things like um, uh, the new year to, uh, to look at what, you know, I want to release from the last year and mm -hmm. what I want to, you know, draw in. And now because it's a new decade, mm -hmm. we're all kind of setting the tone for the next coming 10 years, right? right so right. it's lovely. We're at this, um, this, this point now where everybody has a lot of hope for the future. And I think we should stay hopeful. And I think that we, you know, as healers, as intuitives, mm -hmm. as psychics, we've come a long way. I was sitting thinking about it this morning, and you know, when I was coming up, there were no real role models for Jean Dixon, who was the astrologer for the Reagans. Mm -hmm. You know, for Ronald Reagan and Nancy Reagan, the astrologer was like the only person that was out there, you know, who was in the mainstream public doing other stuff. Now, people are everywhere. And we should feel very fortunate that what we do is becoming more and more and more and more mainstream. Mm -hmm, and totally. so, you know, don't we shouldn't be afraid to say who we are. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it, it's, it's okay. I, I hear people come to me all the time. And they're like, well, you know, I can't talk to anybody about this, because they're gonna think I'm crazy. <laughs> right? I get that sometimes, but, too. But tell, and I'm, I'm like, no, tell them because they're the people that really need to know, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> that you have this ability that can help people. Don't keep your light to yourself. Now is not the time to be quiet about what you believe. Now is not the time to, again, hide your light under a bushel when you can be out there helping people. And mm -hmm. so I think collectively, this is a powerful time for us. Um, there's so much going on in the world. I can't dismiss that there is a lot of, you know, chaos and trauma going on out there. Mm -hmm. Now it is our time. This is what we were built for. This mm -hmm. is when the world needs us to really be, again, on top of our game, yeah. take care of ourselves totally. so that we can take care of others. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's, it's very fulfilling. It adds more meaning to our lives. It's it's actually enjoyable and feeling like with the discernment too, like healthy boundaries, even when it comes to giving, I feel like is very important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And feeling yeah. that we don't have to overgive. And sometimes, especially in my past, like even recent past, you know, feeling like, oh my goodness, I'm overgiving to whomever, to anybody and everybody really. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, great, I'm miserable, you know, whatever, depleted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've learned and it's it's with self-care with self-love it's like relearning that okay I don't have to give everything to everybody I don't have to be everything to be to be the fixer-upper I don't have to save everybody um, and yeah. this goes on yeah. whatever we need to hear with that yeah. and it's okay to say I can't do this right now because right. of yada 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 mm -hmm. you know um it, uh, my friends and my family and the people who are in my life, they don't need a half-assed version of me. They need me, <laughs> right? you know, they need me uh, being present for them. Mm -hmm. And so if I can't be present. If I'm going to be harried, if I'm going to be, you know, stressed out, if I'm going to be drained, again, yeah. I'm no good to no. them. Right. You don't want somebody showing up for work who's like, you know, I, I can't 
focus. I can't do this because they haven't slept the night before. You know, you need to say no sometimes so that you can be able to better help somebody later. And I'll tell that to people. I get people come from out of town and stuff. And so they'll be like, can't Miss Roy fit us in at the end of the night? You know, can't she just squeeze me in? And I'm like, you don't want to be that person. You do not want me to give you a half-assed reading because I'm exhausted. So no, I can't do that tonight. I could give you a reading tomorrow or the next day, but I can't do it tonight. Now, that person may need help, but at, after like being present for you know five people, I, they're going to get the last of the, the dregs of my energy, and I just won't do that to somebody. I know yeah. what I'm like if I'm on if I'm full steam and I know that people really deserve that from me. So again, when you're looking at taking care of yourself, you don't, it doesn't have to be selfish. It can be because it does help you take care of people better. In, right. If you're, if you're good and full and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Making sure your, your tank is full and not driving on E, you know? Yeah. Cause then you don't help anybody. Then nobody's right? getting <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't get anywhere fast if you're on E. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And Carrie, so you like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll start the um, start the the new year on a full tank of gas. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. And play all the pool you want, you know, and yeah. whatever you feel. And, yeah. and Carrie, would you like to share with everybody how they can contact you if they would like to come and see you for readings? Yes, absolutely. I'm pretty easy to find. I'm right here in New Orleans. My website is uh, neworleanspsychic.com. Neworleanspsychic.com. It's really easy. Um, Just Google me, as they say. Right. And and that's the easiest way to find me. Awesome. Very cool. Thank you so much, Carrie. I truly appreciate this time with you. I know. I appreciate it. I know. It's it's a a pleasure and it's still a joy. You know, it's still happening. So I'm really thankful and appreciative of you and all the gifts that you share with others and with yourself too. And as we keep getting in the hang of that, finding our groove, I feel like we're going to continue to bloom. And feeling that, you know, as we keep blooming, like how you said, it's a win for you and it's a win for everybody else. Yeah. So it's really, really neat. And also, yeah. everybody, you could find Carrie Roy on Instagram at Anola Psychic. You could definitely find her there. And you could find me at Dr. Jess Tragel. Awesome, Carrie. Anything else for before we go? Anything Anything else you would like to say? Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Jess. <laughs> You're so sweet. <laughs> no, that's very kind, and I really appreciate it. And I'm so excited for your um, mm-hmm. adventure. And I predict a lot of good stuff coming from it. So.